Welcome to the All In Gold podcast, the podcast that teaches you how to go all in on your business goals and create the life of your dreams. If you're new to business and you're determined to create productive habits and positive mindsets to set you up for success, this show is for you. I'm your host and coach, Linda Drozdowich, and I'm thrilled for you to join me on this journey to business gold. Let's go all in. Welcome everyone. And I mean that. I truly welcome everyone to this space. You are all welcome here to get what you need and to leave what you don't. So I'm still in isolation as are most of you. It's a really challenging time right now. Most of us are feeling so overwhelmed and vulnerable and scared and anxious. And I know as business owners, we are feeling scarcity and loss and grief even as our businesses are pulled out from underneath us. But I also know that we are rising to the challenges in amazing ways and we're facing our fears as we learn new technology, new ways of coping and are trying very hard to create a new normal. And I keep in mind all the time that one of our skills as entrepreneurs is our ability to pivot and to be flexible and to even respond to the market. With technology, I have to say I've been able to stay connected to so many business owners. Everyone on social media is showing up and being incredibly supportive and encouraging. They're quick to lend a hand and say, you're doing a good job, keep going. And I think most of us need to hear that right now on a daily, well, if not hourly basis, you are doing a good job. It's messy and you might be cranky and snappy or teary and you might just be one step away from losing it, but I'm here to tell you, you're doing a good job. Keep it up. This week, especially, I had the pleasure of talking to Crystal Thompson. She's a certified life coach and a weight loss expert. She tells her story beautifully. She spent two decades bouncing between the extremes of eating everything that wasn't nailed down and devouring the latest fad diets, exercising like a nutball uh, for hours on end, or just being a couch potato. So she's been through all these extremes, and she specializes in serving women who've tried absolutely everything to lose weight. She has a coaching program called the Fearless Formula, and she uses coaching tools with biblical principles to help women from around the world lose weight peacefully and permanently without the fear of the future. She is incredible. She is fun and she is smart and she is so capable and willing and able to help her clients. And she has a lot to say to support other women in business who are struggling right now to show up and we need to be showing up right now. I hope you enjoy this episode as much as I enjoyed recording it and let me know what you think. I'm always happy to hear your feedback. 
Thank, Thank you. you for having me. Listen, I'm recording in my closet. I've got a do not disturb uh, sign on my bedroom door. So we should be good without uh, interruptions for a good at least half an hour. <laughs> That's awesome. That's beautiful that you're in your closet. Anything like making it happen. That's that is you. When I think of you and your business flourish into you, you know, you are somebody who is really making it happen. So if it takes being in your closet with a microphone, you're, you're going to do it. Well, you know what, as we're having this discussion, we're in the season of, of COVID, right? And as women entrepreneurs running businesses, we can either decide to shrink back and be like, oh, this is terrible timing, or we can be resourceful and creative and put a sign on our door <laughs> and step into our closet so we have peace and quiet um, for half an hour to get on and, and you know talk about business. And we just keep going. We do. We just keep going. And I'm glad you brought that up, that this is the, the season of quarantine and self-isolation, and uh, it is affecting all of us. And I, I know myself, I am looking to, I listen to podcasts for inspiration for how other people are moving forward right now, how other people are staying motivated, how other people are staying productive. So I, uh, I know that that's such an important thing on everyone's minds right now. So it is, uh, I'm, I'm really glad that you brought that up. It absolutely is. And I like the idea of creativity in containment. Like we have to be creative. We have to find creative ways to serve the women um, that we're meant to serve, to get our message out and to not you know, live in fear and tell ourselves this is terrible timing this is terrible timing because regardless of the business that you have, if you are online, it is my opinion that it is incumbent upon you, especially in this time, to help women to get your word out, whatever that is. And in order to do that, sometimes you yeah, gotta shut the door and put a sign up and you know record a podcast in, in your closet. And people are getting creative so that um, they can help people. And I think that when that is at the root of your intention, you will serve. Creativity during cont containment? Creativity in containment, yeah. Creativity in containment. Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah, that's that's a uh, that's powerful. Now I'm thinking Take that's got to be that's got to be the uh, podcast title. <laughs> there you go. There you go. And, it's really you know, powerful. I think if your audience only has one takeaway, let it be. You know what, <laughs> sisters? Let's be creative here. Let's get out and serve in our closets from our from our uh, cars. You know, oh my gosh, that's takes. that's brilliant. So, which will is a good uh, good way for me to lead into asking about how. Tell us about your business and tell us how you got it started. Okay. Well, I own a life coaching company called Flourish Into You. And what I do is I specifically work with women of faith to help them lose weight with faith, fun, and sanity, and without dieting or deprivation. And so if you're going to ask me how I got into it, I mean, we could go for two hours, but I got the half hour <laughs> sign on my on my uh, on my bedroom door, I got into it because I struggled for 20 years with um, the diet binge cycle, trying to find the right diet, trying to figure out, you know, how to lose weight without suffering. And it took me years and years and years. And finally, about four years ago, 
I thought I've got to become a life coach because the one thing that did help me, Linda, was hiring life coaches. But the problem was I would hire a life coach and once our contract was over, I wouldn't know what to do. Right. I wouldn't have the accountability. I didn't quite understand how to do these things myself. And so I would like take two steps forward and, and work with a great coach and then take a step back. And finally, I was like, I need to become a life coach because I, I had spent, um, quite honestly, $50,000 on life coaching and therapy and diets and detoxes and having products delivered to my front step. And so finally, I decided I need to become a life coach to figure out what in the world is going on. And so that is what helped me get almost to the end of my weight struggle. To tie it up in a really quick nutshell, um, my the women that I serve are Christian women. And once I understood how to use powerful coaching tools and combine them with my faith, with biblical principles that are true to me, that is when I found true freedom. That is when I was able to understand why I was eating, what to do in order to renew my mind and change my thoughts about myself and change my habits and change um, how I related to food. And so getting off diets was kind of step one, getting coaching was step two, Becoming a life coach myself and understanding the tools was step three. And then step four in my, one of my taglines is get God on your weight loss squad was really understanding how to tie all of this stuff together, make it work on myself and then um, create a system so that I can serve other women who have tried absolutely everything and at the, at, or, and are at the end of the rope. So that's, that's what I do, Linda. That's a brilliant slogan. Get God on your weight loss squad. That's, yeah. that's great. You... Right. And at first glance is like, what the heck does that mean? And I'm like, well, just take it literally. That's what it means. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> I love it. And that, that really is what makes your, your business, your life coaching business unique because you yeah. have a very specific client that you uh, have offers for. And I think that's a, a, a very uh, smart business move to have narrowed down your niche that, and uh, you, you know who you're talking to. When you do all your marketing, when you do all of your messaging, you know exactly who you're talking to. Well, I think that's a really important distinction for your audience, Linda, because yes, it is smart. We've all heard sayings like the riches are in the niches and all this kind of stuff. If you're speaking to everyone, you're speaking to no one. But if I'm going to be honest with you, it took me a couple years to really say, I am a Christian weight loss expert. Because what happened? Well, the fear came in, right? Well, uh, who am I to call myself a Christian weight loss expert? What even is that, right? Are people going to expect me to have this perfect life? No, right? No. I don't need to have a perfect life. I'm divorced. I'm remarried. I've done all the wrong things. But at the end of the day, I feel really strongly about um, this approach and and serving women through this approach. And so if there's anybody in your audience who is like, well, you know, I'm really scared that if I niche down, I'm going to lose people. You know, if you niche down, you'll lose the people you weren't meant to serve anyway. And you'll really draw in the women you're meant to serve. I just did some market research 
I don't know, about a month ago now. And I said to women, like, what attracted you to me? You know, if they were in my community and if they hire me sooner or later, I do ask them the question, like, why me? And a hundred percent of the answers um, have been because you had a faith based approach and I'd never heard of that. And I knew it was something I needed. So as I said, like it took me two years to move out of the fear. And I think, you know, regardless of what your niche is, many women experience that fear like, Oh my goodness, who am I to call myself an expert? Who am I to, to, you know, really speak out in a different way? And you know, who are you not to, if you've been given the idea, you need to run with it. <laughs> um, Elizabeth Gilbert says in, I think the, the title of the book is Big Magic. Like she, she talks about the idea that if you're given an idea and you don't run with it, somebody else will be given that idea and they'll run with it. And so I tell myself, well, Crystal, God gave you this idea for a reason. If you're not going to be brave and step up to the plate, he's going to move on to the next woman who will be brave when she gets the idea. So Oh my gosh. Food for thought. (laughs) There's there's so much food for thought in there. And uh, from somebody who, uh, from myself, who's also done all the wrong things, it's, uh, it, that's also something that I see that is important in, in your message that you just said just now is that we can show up in our businesses, imperfect, not having everything figured out and we can figure it out as we go. And I think that's, that speaks to what you were saying, that imposter syndrome, you know, who am I to call myself an expert? Who am I to say that I am, you know, I, I can help these women, you know, and I think um, that is something that I know held me back for a long time in my business was that I did not have that belief that I had, Uh, the right to call myself an expert. And it took a lot of, as you say, there was coaching, there was, um, there was that, that was my particular struggle was, was self doubt. And I think for so many women in business, uh, they have that same issue is that they don't have that belief in themselves and they don't have uh, a belief in their right to speak up and, and say their messages out loud. So I, I appreciate that you, you know, you worked through all of that and you even despite having fear of, you know, what will people think? Who am I to say this? You kept pushing through. Well, I have to say that I did waffle back and forth a couple times. I remember the first time I wrote a post on Instagram, Linda, that was what is a Christian weight loss coach? Like I honestly thought I was going to puke. And, and interestingly, I got a lot of, of messages and, and even a couple clients from that. But even after that, Linda, and this was a couple years ago, I went back and forth. I changed my title. I called myself a weight journey coach. I called myself like a mindset expert, but at the end of the day, I finally, and I even had my logo changed from, um, life coach to Christian weight coach. And I flip-flopped. I went back and forth, back and forth. And that confuses the market, right? And when I finally said, no, okay, God, like I'm not waffling back and forth. Like this is my message. This is who I am. That is when really things started to take off for me. And another thing that I think is especially crucial in this season, and you alluded to it too, is you know, nobody starts a business and knows the exact path they're going to take. 
Absolutely. And we need, especially as women, because we're intuitive, right? Um, we need to give ourselves permission to pivot and not apologize for it. You know, as we learn and grow in our craft, in our skills, as businesswomen, as entrepreneurs, we need to give ourselves permission to pivot. And I think that in this season, you know, you and I both just heard this week that school is canceled indefinitely for both of our kids. We need permission to pivot, whether that means, you know, changing how you do things, recording in your closet. I was sharing with you before we hit record. You know, for me, for the sake of my family and my sanity, I had to change my schedule to change my office hours in my weekly lives um, to a time that fits for my family. And, and at first I wanted to apologize to my community, but I didn't. I said, you know, this is what I have to do for my family. And this is the time that I can show up the best for you. And, and when you don't apologize for pivoting, when you just take whatever path you feel um, and you like your reason for taking that path, just pivot and pivot hard and don't apologize and, and do whatever you feel called and led to do in this season, in this very special season that the entire world is finding itself in. Absolutely. And I love that. Don't apologize for pivoting. It, yeah, it, it it's it's something that you are going to do as a business owner. You're not going to start with, you know, one idea and it's just going to be the the absolute idea and it's all going to fall into place. That's not what business looks like. It's it's messy and it's it's hard and it's it's got a lot of challenges. So if you've created something, you know, I I'm a believer in um, in working hard at something. You know, when things get hard. Uh, to keep working at it, but there does come a point where you really do need to pivot and to say, nope, this is not the direction I meant to go in and do it unapologetically. I, 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 I know that that worked for me when, when I was writing, I had put all my, everything behind being, having a writing and editing business and the more I got into business, the more I was absolutely drawn to the coaching end of things, the speaking, the connecting with, with other women, um, just looking at the struggles that women go through in business. It, like every part of me was like, yes, this is exactly what I want to be doing. This is exactly who I want to be talking to. I see women business owners as so creative and innovative and they are risk takers, but they have their share of all, you know, all the, the mindset issues and even practical day-to-day -day practices that they need help with. So I'm, I'm somebody who pivoted and I'm just thinking back, did I apologize? No, I didn't apologize, but I did waffle. I did yes. kind of, <laughs> I did flip back and forth for a while, kind of going, oh, I don't know, should I do this? And, and once I trusted it and went with it, that was absolutely the right thing to do. So I'm, I'm very right. happy I did that. Um, right. So if we can encourage your audience just for a moment, it's like you feel led into something. And just like you, when you said, you know, I wanted to coach women and you felt really lit up. If you feel lit up, go with it. And learn from us. Don't waffle. You'll get results a lot quicker, you know, if you don't, if you don't waffle, no don't waffling, waffle. no waffling. And I wanted to, uh, I wanted to ask this, this, um, 
this is going to be a conversation that I'm excited to have because one thing that I know that I'm struggling with right now in my business is uh, during COVID-19 um, is creating an offer for my clients that is going to resonate with them. And that's something that is uh, you know, I'm looking at, you know, you want to be still selling during this season, but, you know, you want to do it sensitively. Um, it's, and it's, it's something that I'm working on right now, developing an offer that's going to, uh, that I'm going to be proud to put out, that's going to resonate with my clients. What's happening with you and creating offers right now? I think that's a really good question. And I imagine that a hundred percent of your audience is working through that question. And I, I thought about it a lot. I thought about lowering my prices, right. you know, and doing all these things. And at the end of the day, I've decided to make a couple pivots. I've decided not to lower my prices. I have decided not to um, stop talking about my message, but I am doing it in a sensitive way. And I think what happens in times like this, Linda, is that we feel like, oh my goodness, I need to recreate the wheel, right? right I need right. to recreate the wheel. I'm going to give you an example of this because you know what happens when, when we recreate the wheel? We spend a lot of time in our offices doing busy work and telling ourselves, oh, well, you know, I need to take this two weeks to, to make this work, you know, and it gives us the excuse or the justification not to be out there, not to be seen, but to, to be behind the scenes reinventing the wheel. Does that make sense? That is ringing so true for me right now. Absolutely. Yes. It's okay. Yes. Yeah. So I'd love to share with you what I, what I did because I had just um, about a month ago put out a masterclass. It is an evergreen masterclass and the call to action at the end of the class is to book a consult call. And now I had put a lot of money and time into Facebook ads. And so the Facebook ads are running and doing incredibly well. But, you know, the fear came in. I need to pull this. I need to tell my Facebook ads manager to stop. I need to stop, <laughs> right? The fear right. payment. Yeah. Because in 10 days, I doubled my um, email subscriber list. And so wow. of course, the fear comes up because you're hitting, this is human nature, right? We're hitting the next level. The fear comes up. And I was like, I need to stop this. I need to tell her to stop. I am not addressing COVID. This is disrespectful to my audience. This is disrespectful to um, the women who have signed up for this masterclass. I need to stop. I need to rejig the whole thing. And so I got coaching on my uh -huh. mindset. Okay. And so what I decided to do was simply record a 12 minute mini class with some really helpful ideas, some really helpful tools to help women in this season. And I put it in my email sequence and I let everything run as is. I changed some of my um, emails to be more relatable for the time. Yep. And I kept going. And do you know how long that took me? No. Three hours. That is it. Okay. I rejigged the whole thing in three hours. Not, not two weeks. Not two weeks, right? And I kept my Facebook ads going. I talked to my Facebook ads manager yesterday. We made one more pivot. That took me one hour. Wow. And we keep going, 
right? So I want to encourage your audience, like, don't use this as a time to stay stuck and be like, oh, I need to recreate the wheel because your brain will tell you because we're all scared right now. Oh, you need to stay safe. And we stay safe by recreating the wheel in our own closets, in our own offices and not getting our message out there. So, you know, in time, when I have a couple days, um, I will re-record my masterclass and, and make it more sensitive to COVID. But if I, I would have stayed stuck if I wouldn't have just come up with a simple idea. I'm just going to add a 12-minute mini class into this sequence. Write the content, tape it, not perfect. Going to put it out anyway because the content is good and it is relevant and it is helpful. And that's how I pivoted. And it took me four hours this week instead of two weeks. That is a very, very good message is that we do not have to recreate the wheel. We do not have to completely reinvent our entire messaging and packaging, but add something on. Add yeah, something just add in. something on. Yeah. You know, even if it's a little bit clunky, that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. You no know, one's perfectionism expecting... keeps us scared and safe. You're right. No one's expecting us to be perfect right now. No one's expecting us to, you know, have all the answers and have it all smoothed out. No, no, just. Yeah. And yeah. I offer up that the imperfection makes us all relatable. Like I'm sure you feel, um, you follow a lot of the gurus that are so helpful, like the Amy Porterfields of the world. So awesome, right? So much helpful content, but you know, she has a team of, I think, 20 or 30 working behind her. And so her podcasts come off as perfect. Her marketing is perfect. You know, and if, and if me as a solopreneur with some help from a VA and a Facebook ads manager, if I expect that out of myself, I'm going to stay stuck. I'm going to stay not helping anybody because it's not perfect. Absolutely. And I know that, you know, I found that for myself with this podcast, you know, I, when I was first starting, I, I had to really coach myself to let it be a beginning start. Don't, you know, don't compare it to the, the, the people who have massive teams behind them, but just, you know, just, this is, this is a beginner step and it's going to get better as you go. Uh, but don't compare your, your beginning steps with somebody's, yeah, somebody's That's beautiful, right polished, uh, 12 years in step, 12 years in. So, you know, I, yeah. I absolutely, uh, and I uh, do have to take a minute to congratulate you, Linda, because it is no joke to put out a podcast, you know, to get yourself out there and to do all of the, all of the work. So really, this is really inspiring, you know, for the women who have been in your community for a couple of years, like myself. And so, you know, I really want to say congratulations because I think you've done a bang up job. And I think that it is just incredible. As I shared with you, when I listened to podcast number two, right? Like number two, it yeah, really helped me so much because you talked about um, making three asks every day. And that's the other thing I'd love to, to just talk about for your audience really quickly. First of all, listen to that episode. But second of all, we still need to be making asks, right? We can stay stuck in our closets and at our desks doing our busy work. But if you're not out there as a businesswoman asking to be featured on podcasts, asking for collaborations, you're, you're not going to get where you want to be very quickly. And women need to be bold and courageous and get out there and be making asks 
in some way, shape or form every single day. And, and that podcast number two, I, I was listening to it in my bathroom as I was doing my makeup and, and it inspired me so much, Linda. And I really appreciate that. Cause I was like, Crystal, you need to ask. You get out there and be making some asks every day. And despite COVID, you can still ask. You can still, you know, make two, three asks every single day. And that is the scary part of business too. And we've got to get out there as women business owners and be courageous and make the asks so that we can serve more people in the process. You're right. You're so right. I was doing my to-do list uh, last night and I was, you know, I always do my three tasks and then I... I was thinking of an ask and it, it, it is a little bit more challenging right now. Uh, just, I don't know, mentally, I think, well, who am I asking right now? But then I was like, oh, no, no, that's, that's, that's again, that's that fear. That's that excuse. Um, Goodbye, and it fear was break. Like, you know, it's no, I can, there's so many things that I can ask. As you say, ask to be a podcast guest, ask somebody to hire me to be their coach, you know, put myself out there and it's, it's still, it's still taking those risks. It's still putting yourself out so that you might be rejected, learning how to cope with those feelings of rejection or those feelings of hearing no. Um, I think that's one thing that uh, is important for me right now is processing feelings um, because with, you know, with COVID-19, we are all getting a roller coaster of emotions throughout the day yeah. much more so than than usual so i've had to you know step up how i how i do self care because i know that just to be able to process the sheer amount of uh you know negative uh input that's coming and the feelings that are coming i have to even increase my my self care um, so that I'm walking and doing yoga, something to process the feelings in my body. Um, and what are I you doing? Agree right, with you more. Yeah. What are you doing oh. right now to, um, <laughs> well, as soon as this came out, I, I developed a, a simple process called raise the bar. I got all my former clients on a call. I got all my current clients on a call and said, look, I've developed this process. It's working for me. I shared it with them, you know, and it has a lot to do with still, taking great care of myself, still getting movement in, still nourishing my body with the best foods that we can get right now, doing my mindset work. For me, that includes spending a lot of time doing what we call devotions and, and studying biblical truths and remembering who I am and what I actually believe. And my husband, actually, I have to give this to him. He said, like, he didn't obviously make raise the bar up, but he said, Crystal, this is the time to raise the bar. It is a time to raise the bar. And so I've been looking at how to do that in every single area of, of my life. And I mean, I'm not without fear. I think we're lying to ourselves if we say, oh, I'm not, you know, scared of anything. I think, I think that the common denominator across the human race is fear. Right. And it's okay to be afraid, right? And it's good to acknowledge the fear. Um, the role of the human brain is at its very primitive roots to avoid danger and seek pleasure, avoid pain and seek pleasure. And fear is a really uncomfortable emotion. Yes. And we weren't meant to feel it for long periods of time. So many of us to avoid the feeling of fear instead of dealing with it, 
our brains are automatically looking for ways to find pleasure, you know? And for some of us in business, that might mean just kind of, you know, reinventing the wheel. For my women particularly, they need to understand that you might have an increased uh, level of cravings. You might have an increased um, desire to overeat because what your brain is doing is trying to like not feel that fear right. and to seek pleasure, right? Avoid pain and seek pleasure. And when we understand what our brains do amidst fear, I think it's so much easier to be like, okay, I'm craving a, you know, a pint of ice cream right now. That's just my primitive brain speaking. That's not what I'm actually needing. I am wanting to seek pleasure. And so what is some authentic pleasure in my life? that will serve me a hundred percent more than a pint of chocolate peanut butter hagen dazs you know and just acknowledging that fear first of all and then noticing oh okay my brain is just seeking to avoid the pain of feeling the fear it's seeking these numbing behaviors like working behind the scenes like netflix like overeating um like you know over shopping online they kind of all tie together if i wasn't doing this overworking if i wasn't overeating if i wasn't overwatching the tiger king <laughs> on netflix what would i be doing right and maybe you know it can be simple pleasures especially right now for me um going back to your original question self-care i'm walking my dog a lot i am walking my dog in silence a heck of a lot and that i think is, a lot of dogs are really getting a lot of walks me. these days yeah they are yeah they are it's so funny i have uh i won't go on a tangent but i have a wiener dog named derek i talk about him a lot on my my instagram and i went with my gut with my facebook ads manager i said you need to use the pictures with my dog and wouldn't you believe they are converting better but anyway <laughs> i'm walking down the street in my neighborhood and people are like there's derek and i'm like oh hey i'm crystal you know anyway so um to wrap it up in a nutshell, Linda, I think that once we understand what's happening in our brains and once we seek real authentic pleasure, and that can mean something different for every woman, um, that, that will fill us up more than reverting back to our addictive numbing behaviors. Does that make sense? Absolutely makes sense. And uh, I'm glad you spoke to, you know, the fear that everyone's, everyone's experiencing fear right now in different in different forms and we're uh you know learning how to uh recognize it as you said and acknowledge it and learning how to process it is so much more helpful than as you say those numbing behaviors of you know overeating and watching too much uh netflix and as you also said i and i've never heard anyone say that before but being behind the scenes can be a numbing behavior and i i love Absolutely. that 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 you're spinning wheels that calls me out <laughs> okay yeah okay. absolutely yeah no it's it's uh so i i love that i i uh i i really do and and for me right now i i'm doing all sorts of you know self-care and uh you know i'm out outside every day and i'm um you know i'm doing yoga and i'm doing my dance parties and stuff and it's to me it's yeah it's it's so helpful to to work through that fear but i know for me as well though in business uh as we said earlier in business um that you are going to feel fear that it's not something that you can avoid in business if you want to move forward, if you want to ask people, if you want to make offers, if you want to pitch people, um, you are going to feel fear. And it's not, um, 
it's learning to work alongside fear. It's learning to know that it's not going to go anywhere. It's if you are feeling that you are pushing yourself to the next level and right. you, you, you know, so that is something that is, it's not to just be avoided. Sometimes you have to go, go towards it, especially Absolutely. in business. Well, you know that I think it's a Nike tagline, feel the fear and do it anyway, right? The first word is feel. It's not avoid. Right. It is feel. Absolutely. Acknowledge the pain and do it anyway. And just notice like there's nothing wrong with you if you're a woman in business, if you're a woman who struggles with overeating. There is nothing wrong with you. Your brain is just doing the normal brain thing like it was created to do. And I think once we acknowledge, okay, my brain was created to avoid pain, like run away from tigers, right? And seek pleasure. That is really, really helpful for business owners for so many, so many things because, okay, I acknowledge I'm feeling fear. I acknowledge that's normal. I acknowledge, you know, that my brain is telling me it'd be a really great idea to reinvent the wheel for two weeks and keep me safe. Right. right. But feel the fear, feel, not avoid, and do it anyway. And do it anyway. And the world will thank you. I love that. And so I wanted to ask you before we wind up, what, what magical offer did you come up with that you are uh, putting out there in the world right now? What magical, that's so funny. Um, I believe in miracles. Um, so <laughs> I am, I have my masterclass out. It's a one hour masterclass. It is basically, 10 years of work wrapped up into a one-hour class. It's called Five Faith-Fueled Shifts for Permanent Weight Loss. And at the time of this recording, it does not address COVID. But as I said, once you sign up for the masterclass at the time of this recording, you get a 12-minute mini class on how to deal with COVID and overeating and all that stuff. And so that can really easily be found at flourishintoyou.com forward slash masterclass. And um, yeah, it's instant access. I didn't want to have one of these webinar or masterclasses where you pretend, you know, oh, join me live in an hour. It's not live. It's, <laughs> it's not recorded. Live. It's okay. not live. It's recorded. And as soon as you sign up, you get the recording. I, I for at the beginning of, of this process, pretended it was live and did all those things that I'm sure you've seen before. I was like, this does not feel good. And so it's a, it's a pre-recorded class and it is, as I said, 10 years of my work distilled down into five shifts that any woman can make in this season um, to really renew her mind for weight loss. And so that is what is available in this season. I love it. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I, uh, you're, you're, you're great at, uh, at calling me out on things because I'm, I'm creating a webinar right now too. And now I'm going, Oh yeah, no, I'm, I'm doing one of the live ones. <laughs> That's good. That's good. But my problem was it was recorded. And then, I, and then I was using the system to pretend it was live when somebody oh. watched, I think live webinars are great. Don't misunderstand gotcha. me, gotcha. but, but I was using this software that when somebody signed up, like the system would pretend in 20 minutes, I'm going live. You better jump on. And I was like, no, this is pre-recorded. So no, oh, live webinars are great. Don't get me wrong. No, no. I didn't even know that. Now I feel like oh, I've, I've seen behind the curtain. Of, uh, <laughs> in the closet, behind the curtain. <laughs> behind the curtain, in the closet. Recording. Uh, that's awesome. Creativity and containment. Creativity in containment. Thank you, Crystal, so much. This has been so much fun. I've learned a lot just listening to you for the last uh, half an hour and I feel 
you know, you have so much to offer uh, my listeners and everyone, you know, go and check her out at Flourish Into You. She's fantastic. And uh, she's just as real and fun and smart as you have heard. So thank you so much, Crystal. Thank you, Linda. Congratulations on this podcast. And I wish you continued success. And uh, it's going to be great. I know you're going to reach a lot of women and you have helped me a lot too. So it goes both ways, my friend. Isn't Crystal incredible? I love how she's showing up for her clients who need her help. And she's also encouraging other women business owners to show up and serve. For her masterclass or her coaching, you can find her anywhere at Flourish Into You. And I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you did, please go to iTunes and leave a five-star review. It helps me so much and helps other people to be able to find the show. And also, if you need coaching right now through this turbulent time, please go to my website, lindadrawsdowich.com and book a 20-minute discovery call with me. I'm providing either a 90-minute coaching call to help you pivot in your business or a six-week coaching package where we talk each week for an hour and I provide support to you and your business during this time of transition. It's something that I am really proud to offer and I know that it works. So please reach out and I hope you all have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening to the All in Gold podcast with me, your host, Linda Drozdowich. If you're loving what you're learning in the podcast and want more coaching tools to help your business grow, go to lindadrozdowich.com and hop on a call with me to see if one-on-one All in Gold coaching is right for you. Bring your business and life to the next level. Go to lindadrozdowich.com and let's go all in.